0: Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you're having a great holiday season and appreciate you dropping in for another Be Our Guest podcast during this hectic time of the year. But remember, slow down and enjoy. This is a wonderful time of the year, and we've got a great Christmas trip report to get you in the spirit. We're headed out to California today with listener Kristen to talk about her really unique uh, Walt Disney World vacation. They traveled from the West Coast down to Walt Disney World for Christmas at Walt Disney World this time last year. But it's a super uh, interesting story. Her son was a college basketball player, and they couldn't celebrate the holidays together for many years because of the requirements of being an intercollegiate athlete, which we kind of understand around uh, these parts of of the world here in our house because we have that with our daughter Paige, and she works in basketball as well. So when the opportunity came up last year, they seize the moment, and Christmas looked a lot different. For example, they uh, spent the Christmas Eve at Citricos and had a great meal that's different. It's not a, you know under the Christmas tree or you know, Christmas Eve service, but they made new traditions, and they spent some time bouncing in and out of the parks and having great meals and spending time together. So it's a really interesting trip to see how Christmas being different can still be Christmas being awesome. We also talk about their trip to Alani because... Well, her son played basketball for the University of Hawaii. So some of us are smarter than others, and I would say he was extremely a genius for what he did. So we are going to have a good time on today's show. Don't forget our podcast, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney adventure, whether it's to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, or even out to the beautiful islands in Hawaii at Alani. No cost to you. So just check out all the details today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you finish up that holiday shopping. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You make all of our shows possible. We couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So if you could join us, just $5 a month for all these shows. Come on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found
1: the BR Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front
0: and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,408 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and more importantly, hope you didn't have to be at a shopping mall this past weekend because, you know, we record these a little bit early. I hope to God I was not at a shopping mall this past weekend. I can't promise (laughs) that I wasn't but I'm going to try to avoid that at all costs. That's why I have two daughters and you can bribe them many times. And sometimes the, uh, the bribes go up and up as you get closer and closer to the holiday. But at this point, this dad will pay just about anything. You know, how about a hundred dollars Starbucks gift card or whatever it takes? Uh, I, I don't know because, you know, again, that's why I have kids because I just, I, I can't do it anymore. So, but, uh, hopefully, you know, some people get into this. I know my wife, like it's a competition for her. Like, um, You know, like for us Disney fans, getting the perfect ADR, like we get a rush out of that. I think my wife uh, sees this as a sport, you know, trying to find the perfect spot, you know, at West County Mall. I mean, I just drive fast on the highway and see the cars back up and it gives me anxiety. So pass. Amazon.com, baby. That's what I'm talking about. But it's time's limited, so get get on it. But anyway, we're going to, the good news about the podcast, you can take us with you, even if you have to be miserable at a mall or what you know, Kohl's or whatever you got to go, but uh, we're going to have a good time with a fun trip report today. Get you in the holiday spirit. It's a Christmas trip report. So we're headed out to sunny California, the Los Angeles area where I can't wait to be here in just a few short weeks running a few fun miles. We have listener Kristen joining us. Kristen, happy Monday. How you doing?
1: Happy Monday, Mike. I'm doing really well. And, um, it is sunny out here in California and I will also be running that half marathon. Although you're probably doing some challenge, like they're probably like you're running for like five straight days after you did the, the Disney world too. And
0: well, something no.
1: crazy like that.
0: So I'm doing the 10 K and the the half, but I'm not doing it. I'm not officially doing the challenge. Cause again, it was, uh, speaking of, you know, those, those crazy times, I couldn't get in on the registration day for the challenge challenge because it sold out in a blink of an eye, but I, I did get the half marathon. So I was grateful for that. And then, uh, I was actually in Disneyland in the spring at a media event. I think it was in March, late March, early April. And I was I was riding the train at Disneyland. No kidding. I was on the train riding around because I was there solo for uh, the opening of the reopening of Toontown when they when they reopened okay. that they had us out there. And um Scott calls me like in a panic on my phone. He's like, What are you doing? I'm like, dude, I'm on the train at Disneyland. Life is so good right now. Because I was by myself like I love it, man. I'm on the train at Disneyland. What do you do? He's like, dude, there's a spot open for the 10k at the the Disneyland races. Do you want me to, I'm like, dude, hang up right now and sign me up. I'm like, you got my credit card. You you know what it is. So I got in. So I'm not officially in the challenge, but I don't care. I get to run the race and that's what, that's what counts. So you excited. I've never run Disneyland. Have you, have you done any of those races?
1: yeah i have i've actually i think i've pretty much done every run disney event there has ever been um so yeah i've run the disney world marathon i've done all of the races out here on the west coast and i've done i believe all of the west the uh, florida races as well over the years so yeah it's a lot of fun i wanted to get in only because it had been um we'd not have had the races out here for so long that I was just—I'm like—I have to be in that first time back, so um, so I'll be walking most of it. But I'm excited to experience it again.
0: So, give me and all of our listeners who have uh, who are going to be heading out to the West Coast, uh, it, just a couple of nuggets of advice for folks maybe that have run Walt mm-hmm. Disney World, but still this will be their first experience on the West Coast because uh, you know how, maybe something that's a little bit different that we need to consider.
1: That is an interesting question. I mean. I, I, I think listening to your podcast, pretty much people have hit on um, on the best tips. But I guess I would say um, I really like how close we are to uh, the starting line mm-hmm. right from the hotels. So that is a huge plus as far as, um, I don't know, you can sort of the night before, I know everyone uh, can't really sleep the night before, but you don't have to worry so much about being up so, so early. It's really not you're on foot, getting yourself to the start line. So, um, so I really, really like that, but, um, I don't know, Mike, I don't know that I have a tip, have, have the best time and just realize it's not going to be at all like running through the, um, the Florida, um, parks because a lot of it is out through Anaheim, which is super cool too. I honestly, I haven't even looked at the the route. Are you guys, are you going to, we're going to go through the A's, the stadium? I hope so, genius? because
0: I'm a, I mean, I know, you know, Shohei, I don't know if that's a, a sore point for you guys out there or not. I don't know where your baseball allegiances lie, but I mean, his smartest guy in the world, he's got 700 million uh, reasons to stay in Southern California. He doesn't even have to, my wife's like, well, why would he do that? I'm like, the guy's the smartest guy in the world. He got $700 million, doesn't he have to move? Like, he's still in LA. I mean, God, genius. I mean, maybe he's a Disneyland fan. I don't know. He could buy the Oakland A's, you know, or whatever he wants. He could buy whatever he wants. But, um, no, I, I hope we do though, because you know, I'm a historic, I, I I've always wanted to run through the big A, you know, cause I, I yes. saw it when we drove in the very first time I was there that a the couple of July's ago and I'm like, Oh my God, that's a big A. Cause you see it from the, the, the freeway there. And so I do hope And what I'm excited about too, for the half marathon, cause everybody says that, right. It's not like world where you're on property the whole time and everything's super Disney controlled. But my, honestly, the best race I've ever run, like purely from a, just a wild experience was a Chicago marathon, simply for the fact that there were people on the course for the entire 26.2 miles. Like it was like a party, the entire, there was not a section of the course where there was not, there were not people cheering you on or, you know, dancing or playing banjos or offering tequila shots or peanut butter jelly sandwiches. It was wild. So I kind of like this hybrid where. You're going to get some park time, but you're also going to get to see some some Anaheim. You know, some of the real people and out there, and and what the city has to offer at the same time. So I'm I'm excited for that. A little different.
1: And the running through DCA is super cool.
0: I do like DCA. I like that a lot. So yeah, can't wait to see you out there. So we'll have to hang out there, and uh, I can't. We're going to be great to be out there. Now, real quick, were you out there? That obviously you were. You said you do all the races. That one year, I think that there were like bad Santa Ana wins or something. For like, I think it was an Avengers race. That was pretty epic, right?
1: Yeah, there. I mean, that's probably what you're worried and concerned about because yeah, that no. that the Santa Ana winds are for real. There, yeah, it's not that. fun. At, yeah. Um, but I think we'll be good. Okay. Knock on wood. I think you're gonna have. I think it's gonna be a great race.
0: There's a reason I run on the treadmill every single day because I'm a big baby when it comes to weather and hills and wind and all that stuff. So we'll 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 deal with it. But yeah, let's keep chances those are pretty away.
1: good that. It's gonna be good. Good weather for you. <laughs> let's out here.
0: go. Okay, so let's talk about a little background now. Before we jump into the trip, we're gonna talk about, which is a, a Christmas trip. The circumstances leading up to this were very interesting, especially to me, because your son is an athlete and plays intercollegiate sports or played intercollegiate sports, and I thought it was super interesting because of kind of everybody knows my story with my daughter. She's the director of basketball operations for the University of Illinois Chicago women's basketball team. So she's in charge of basically running the entire women's basketball program. She designs the uniforms. Uh, She's the the travel agent for the team. She books the hotels. She books the flights. She books the buses. She gets them all the meals. I mean, she makes sure everything is taken care of for the entire program. And so we don't see her a lot. <laughs> because yeah. Thanksgiving, there's basketball tournaments. We didn't see her Thanksgiving, Christmas, and a couple. You know, in a, in a week or so, we're going to get to see her for three days. But she has to leave early on the 26th because they have practice the evening of the 26th. So it really does cut down on when we can vacation and even to see her here at the house, even though she's just four and a half hours away in Chicago. You were kind of in that same circumstance because your son was an athlete. So give us some background on that because I think that makes you really appreciate when these times come around to be able to take adventures like this. But you've had a lot of adventures as well.
1: Yeah, I can really relate to what you're saying. And um, and that was why I really wanted to share this uh, trip with you. Because um, because our son, he plays basketball, we have three children, my husband and I have been married for over 30 years. And we have three kids in their 20s. And David, our son, he's our middle child and he was he we weren't with him for thanksgivings for the whole time he was in um college all three of our children went away to college and um so we said when david's done he was in hawaii for college playing basketball
0: and by, and, by the way i just gotta say smartest guy in the world i mean right. come on I did, some people go to north dakota state i mean
1: yeah Hawaii. Right.
0: smart move
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> He really, um, that he gets that a lot, whenever, you know, we would um, be with him and people are like, you're in Hawaii for college. That's awesome. Yeah. So it wasn't a bad place to go to college for sure. And, um, and it suited him so well. So it was a great experience, but we missed him for Thanksgiving's and for Christmas, like you were saying about your daughter, David for Christmas, um, they would be told by their coach, like you could leave your flight could be made at this time on this date. And literally it was like, usually like two days mm-hmm. and we would just foot the bill and go ahead and pay for it. Cause we just wanted him to be with them. Yep. Um, so he would just be in and out quickly for the holidays. So, but at the same time, our daughter, our oldest daughter, who is five years older than our son, she got married and, um. And so she was also starting her kind of life with her um, husband. And so the first year that Thanksgiving came and our son was away for basketball and our daughter was with her husband's family for that first, I was really sad, you know? And we all, it was a transition and it was like a celebration because we're, it wasn't, everything was as it should be. But the point is that Now, when David was out of college, we said, we're going to seize this time um, and we're going to do, we're going to reinvent the holidays when we need to, to make it what we want it to be so that, um, so that even though our holidays changed a little bit with our changing family, we're going to make it exactly what we want it to be, to be a great experience.
0: I love that. And I think what it does, it makes you, I mean, you said it so well, right? Because we're kind of in that transitional period in our family right Paige is gone you know it's not like it has always been but i mean it's what it should be she's becoming her own person she's leading her own life in chicago that's exactly that's why we we spent all this time raising her so that she could be her own person and be a successful young woman and that's exactly what she is but now we see it you know our youngest is she's going to be getting her driver's license in three weeks and we, you know she's she's already taken the act and it's like oh my god like you know, we did like the, the end is near, you know, like we realized she'll be going away to school in a couple years and like, we don't have anybody behind her, which in a way it's like, kind of like, yay. But yeah. when you're, when you're a sports family and some people will relate to this, you definitely will. Um, But some people may not, but like our whole life for the past, cause they're 11 years apart, our girls. So we mm-hmm. never really got a break from this. Like we were always going to soccer practice or cheer tumbling lessons, private lessons. You know, I, I coached a lot of these. Like it, our whole life has been driven by taking the kids to competitions and practices <laughs> and all of a sudden yep. this is going to be done. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, it's going to be a wild transition. But then, this, like you said, opportunity knocks and you get to take these kind of trips and, and you really do appreciate them, I think, more at the uh, at the other side.
1: Yeah. And I would just say, um, I would give a little shout out of encouragement to everyone going through that transition because at first, that first Thanksgiving I mentioned, it was just our youngest daughter then who was in college. And it was just sort of, it was a little bit sad, but at the same time, and at that time, it was really, it felt really sad. But then now that several years have gone by and looking back, I realize, okay, it did get better. And, um, and we, it, we kind of reinvented how it would look. So, so the, you know, the transitions are hard, but then, um, it all works out into kind of new, new magic.
0: Perfect timing. Cause somebody's new probably magic. needing to hear this today because somebody's probably getting ready to have a Christmas. It's going to look a little bit different this year. You know, yeah. it's, I, I like that the the, the the fates just got us together. Cause it's kind of a schedule a long, long time ago, but, uh, you know, sometimes the words hit right when they need to hit. So let's, let's hear about the trip though. How did this come together? And, uh, Give us a little background on on when you guys went down to was last christmas and and kind of uh, the logistics of everything
1: okay um so as i mentioned that first thanksgiving was tough so this was our first christmas without our daughters so we had our son and um we imagine your whole life you've been with your family all the christmases even if it's for a short amount of time this was our first christmas without the girls and so we said we're not staying home, mm-hmm. we're going to Disney World. So David loves Disney World. He'd been so busy at school and we had we had moved, we raised our kids in Ohio and we moved to California. So the, um, we had been living, now it's been about 12 years in California. So it had been a while since we had been back to Disney World because we spend all, a lot of free time at Disneyland. So we said, let's go to Disney World and just spend New- Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and New Year's at Disney. And then we won't even miss the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what we did. That's how it came about. And David, um, actually how it all started though was our son said to us the previous Christmas when we were all together, he said, you know what? We all have so much. We just need experiences. Let's not even give gifts. Let's just have experiences. Yes.
0: yes. You know what? The University of Hawaii is putting out some nice uh, citizens. Yes. I like this. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes, yes, yes. So we took that and we're like, yeah. So actually for Thanksgiving of that year, we went or last year we went to Spain because he'd always wanted to go to We took him to Spain. But so we went, it's kind of like parents gone crazy. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, we're taking you. We're going, we're going to have all the experiences. So we really took that to heart and um, and we made it a really great Christmas experience.
0: Yeah, because when you hear that from your your adult child, right? Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're because because you know, it can go two ways, right? Your adult kids could be like, "Ah, I'm too busy to hang out with the parents." I mean, because there's a they have a lot going on, right? I mean, they're they have their own lives. But I mean, you know, if Paige came to me and said, "You know, just because we we've gone to Walt Disney World with her since she was a little kid, but if mm-hmm. she gets like I haven't been there in so long, I'd really like to go again and hang out," like I'd be like. Yes. I mean, you don't yeah. know how to do I mean, I'm sore all the time from running, but I mean, I'd probably try to do a cartwheel. It'd be really, really ugly. It'd be wor- worthy of TikTok, but I would give it a shot for sure. And then I would, you know, it, but then the thing is, it'd probably open the door for me like way overspending because I'd be like, Page, where do you want to stay? You know, and she'd probably mm-hmm. say a place like the Riviera. And I'd be like, okay, let's try Strike Two. Where do you want to stay for real? Why is it Pop Century? But, <laughs> but you know, like I try to make it super special because. Again, when you get to a certain point, you know, we are going when she was 9 and 10. Like, I knew we'd probably be back next summer, next summer. But when they're, you know, who knows how many times you're going to get to go with them at this point of their lives. Because everything just... Yes. Changes. So, so how did it come? I see you guys stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I mean, that's that's a pretty sweet spot to stay.
1: Yeah, it is a really sweet spot. Um, We are DVC. Uh, We've um, growing up with our. We lived. We raised our kids in Ohio, and we became DVC because, like you were mentioning about the sports, all three of our kids were really involved in athletics, and we went to tournament soccer tournaments several times a year at the Wide World Mm -hmm. of Sports. Our daughter played at a at a pretty um, competitive level, and so we were there a lot. So we ended up, um, we've been DVC. So that also kind of offset some of the pricing um, for us because then, you know, you didn't have to pay for that. Um, but here's where that Disney math comes in because I'm like, well, our daughters aren't going and, you know, their husband. So we can, you know, splurge on the other things. So it's a little, um, you're right. When your son is like, yeah, let's do it. You do kind of just get, extra festive and um so we splurged more than we probably should but we stayed at animal kingdom lodge um and he was coming over from hawaii so he had a long trip i listened a little bit to um to scott talk about Mm -hmm. going over to alani while it was sort of the reverse um for david so it took him a while to get over here um so my husband and i we flew over from san diego and we spent a few days with family before like our family before we headed over but we got there and we got off the plane we got to Animal Kingdom Lodge and my husband and I went to um Christmas Eve dinner at the oh gosh I'm just trying to remember over at the um Citrico's, oh, nice. Citricos.
0: very nice
1: yeah so it was so fun because it was just he and I for the first Christmas Eve ever without any of our kids And we sat at the bar at Citrico's, like the counter and Mm -hmm. had our dinner. It was, Mike, it was, it was so cool. It was really, really cool. And we couldn't be sad. We couldn't be anything other than like in the moment because it was so different. And it was, we're at Disney and we're at this amazing restaurant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not the, the Christmas Eve that you've had for the last X amount of years, right? It's not the, the kids running around crazy in the, the living room <laughs> looking like a, like a bomb went off because of, you know, all the scattered, uh you know, paper uh wrapping paper everywhere, the bows, but it's a, it's just a different. Um yes. And think how, you know, how blessed are you? You're at Walt Disney World. You're sitting at Citrico's having an amazing meal in a signature restaurant with person you love and you know you're just celebrating and you're getting ready to have a great vacation with your son it's just again the the theme of this uh this this show right here is just transitions and transitions you know they're not bad they're just they, they are what they are
1: yeah and it's a learning it was learning for us in that moment of of okay this is what the future can be you know it doesn't have to look exactly like it like what you just said for every single year so it was really special yeah
0: so how did this, and I'm guessing your son got there uh, after this. Yeah. And so what kind of other, I'm sure the the reunion was, was pretty special.
1: Yeah, it was really, really special. And we are, um we're kind of the type of family at Disney where DVC. So we throughout the following week um we just kind of ate and drank and did what we wanted and went, we hadn't um, gone on um, the rides, like the, Gosh, I'm just looking at my notes. The Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. So we did that a few times, but yeah, when David, our son, got there, he got to the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and um, the timing was really kind of odd. So we it wasn't on Christmas Eve. He got he flew in on Christmas Day. Um, so um, so that was a great reunion, and and then we just kind of went from there, and um, and had a really fun week doing all the and we we went golfing a couple times. Um, we went to the top of the lounge, um, at the contemporary, the yes. top of the world lounge.
0: I love that place. The,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm not the DV, yeah.
0: See, I'm not DVC, but it's good to know somebody that's DVC, Scott's DVC. So I get to go, I get to go with him and Pam's DVC. So it's like, if you're not DVC, it's just good to have friends that are. So you get to, cause they have the great chocolate cake up there. They have some good appetizers. They have a tequila flight. We've, we've had some good times up there. I enjoy it
1: yeah well and for us mike we it was so fun because our son disney's so like kind of built into our family fabric because we've all been there so much and we've had all of those types of trips that you talk about and your listeners talk about on the podcast over the years but for us this was like a coming back to disney world that we hadn't been to for a long time so david just sort of he he's like let's do this let's do this and we just sort of did whatever um of rediscovered all of those fun things that we liked as well as sitting for hours having meals and a bottle of wine or um and you know just kind of it was such a great mix but there was no urgency to the trip at all and we had a lot of reservations everywhere so it was it was just really really special in that way
0: it almost sounds kind of like a and this is what i think a vacation should be we had one of these that that really it, it, it turned into this and i wasn't planning on it being like this we stayed with Scott's family prior to a cruise for about three nights at Old Key West. We got a two bedroom because he's a DVC member. And I, I paid yes. for half and he used his points and we worked it out. And, um, you know, we, we had all intentions of just doing the parks like we always do, you know, going a lot. But what we found was Scott's family's in Michigan. My family's in St. Louis and we're best of friends, you know, and our families are really tight. Mallory's friends with his daughter, Emily, they're the same age. My wife's good friends with Elizabeth and, but we just don't get to ever hang out. You know, like we, the only time we're together is at Walt Disney World or on a cruise and it's always so busy, you know, we're going, we're just running from here to there. What the, the villa afforded us when we had a two bedroom villa with a living room and a, and, a, you know, we had a screened in porch and we had an oven. We, went, we got groceries. We got break, bacon break, break cookies. And we had, you know, we yes. were, were cooking stuff. What we found out was there was no urgency at that point for those few days to go to the parks because we we've gone to the parks for 10 years. And at that point, we've ridden everything so many times we all had annual passes. What we enjoyed most was kind of just sitting in the living room and playing board games and being almost like. Just, you know, like we would do at one of our houses, we just don't have that luxury because we live so far apart. We live in two different states and it kind of sounds like it was like a hybrid for you guys. You know, it's like almost like you were hanging out at home at Walt Disney World. But when you got the the urge, you could go ride Cosmic Rewind and check it out or go see a show or, you know, go, go play golf or, you know, have a fancy dinner. So it kind of sounds like the best of both worlds, but meeting at Walt Disney World
1: that's exactly that's that's a great summary of our trip for sure and um i think I'll, the one quick thing i'll add to that that's kind of funny from that villa standpoint so we had a savannah view and i love just to have my coffee out there and look at watching the animals but i sat out there um or on christmas morning before david arrived we sat my husband made bacon and eggs and like made christmas breakfast and i watched the disney parade from my <laughs> on Christmas morning, I'm like I've never even seen the Disney parade at home, and here it's like we're doing Christmas, and here it's, we're in our pajamas on Christmas morning, like watching the Disney Christmas parade at no. Disney World, no. having breakfast at our villa. It was so funny. But Don't it was confuse and a mimosa. It was great.
0: Don't confuse people. You saw it on TV. It does not happen at Walt Disney oh. World on Christmas morning. Don't go there on Christmas morning You're expecting to see this thing marching down Main Street. It happened back in. November, like br- oh maybe October. I don't know. They record that sucker a couple of months. I know you saw it on TV. So no, that's, that's exactly a- right. Thank oh. you for that. Mike. <laughs> no, because yes. I've, I've had people email me like, we didn't see the Christmas parade. I'm like, uh, cause you were like two months late. Um, but no, but they, in my head apart. it was happening, right? Cause I was there <laughs> I and it was, you don't even though it was on my it. TV yeah. at the, Oh, yeah, that's great. Exactly. And I mean, I, I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's Savannah view. You're right. I mean, it's as close to the cruise ship experience as you can get on land, I think, because I love getting a veranda on a cruise. And same thing, getting in the morning, I, I grab a Coke. I get up and work out super early. Then I grab my Coke Zero sit on my veranda and just watch the ocean or, yes. you know, pull it into port. I just love the views and it's you know animal kingdom lodge kind of same thing grab a coke zero sit on your your balcony and watch the zebras or the wildebeest or whatever it's just a you know it's what you're paying for you may yeah. as well enjoy it
1: yeah uh, yeah and then i'll just add one more thing too about that um i think one of the what going into a christmas trip i was like oh i've never been away from home on christmas and i um i saw the candlelight processional three times Oh yes, i watched it <laughs> I had heard people talk about it and I even asked a question to the podcast crew about that, about getting like the advanced reservation where you pay a little bit more, but I loved it. And it being the kind of the whole story of of Christmas with the Bible verses and the choir. So I went three times and yes, I would go to the little booth at Epcot and get my glass of wine and my cookie and I would sit watching. So I saw like Marie Osmond and um, like two other who, that were the narrators that it was awesome. It was so great. And my husband and my son went one of the times with me. And then the other time, Dave, my husband wanted to go back to the hotel. He's like, "Okay, hey, once is enough, Kristen. And then my son, he went um, and did something else. But that was a highlight for me to bring kind of that Christmas mm-hmm. to meet how I experience Christmas. Cause we go to, we go to church on Christmas same. Eve too. Same. So we didn't even do that. This worked Disney. So, so that was a really, really fun thing too. For That's me. a good
0: way to make that connection. We do the same thing on Christmas Eve. We go to my in-laws uh, to, we with her, my wife's big family. We all exchange the gifts, but then we leave in enough time to come back to our house and there's a church right, right down the street. We go to Christmas Eve service where, you know, you do the candles and, Everybody, you know, the wax drips on your hand while you're singing, you know, Silent Night. You're trying not to get burned and blow them out, and then it's midnight. You know, if, if I didn't do that, I feel like it wasn't Christmas Eve, you know. But I like that. You know, hey, if you got to have something, your crude candle it, it I've never had the package. Everyone always asking me, you know, is the dining package? Well, I'd say yes. You know, get it and have fun with that. But I have always said... I've seen Candlelight Processional two or three times in my life, just standing in the back, like basically on the sign yeah. for the American adventure. And it's just as moving in the back. And the, the cheap seats move you just as much as the front row. If you're listening to this, well story. said. I'm <laughs> just saying. Well like, said. I mean, that's where I sit at most sporting events, too. I'm kind of like Bob Euchre back in the day. If you're my age, you know, the old commercials must be in the front row. No, not really, but yeah, it's the story of my life. So now you mentioned a couple of things we asked you about. What did you guys think about Cosmic Rewind being uh, Walt Disney World veterans, Disneyland folks? So was that uh Is it did it hit as uh, popular as most people say?
1: Uh, yes, I loved it. And with Dave and I, um, my husband and I, we went on that first just the two of us because we got there before David. So we were super excited, and we rode that the first time. And. It was that old, like when you hadn't experienced Disney, you know, when there's something new and you had, that's how we felt. We're like, we're like those people, you know, when we, um, so the whole experience of looking forward to an attraction that we didn't know and, you know, wait, trying to get in the queue and all of it, that was really cool. And then not having any idea about any of it, it was really, really unexpectedly, um, really, really exciting. I loved it. And so did Dave. Yeah.
0: You guys seem so, kind of like daredevilish, though. I mean, no, no motion sickness problems, nothing like that.
1: Yeah, no, not really. It's funny though. My sister, she's so I'm 53. My sister, she's um, 58, and she lives in Florida. And she was going. They are not Disney people, but they were going to Epcot for the day. And I'm like, you've got to go in Cosmic Rewind. She got off the ride and she facetimed me and she's like, Are you trying to kill me? Like, <laughs> what was that? Yeah. And I-, I never even thought to, like, what yes they did not like it at all they- it,
0: yeah it, it, i understand why everybody loves it it's it, it it's wild like i mean it is it's a wild ride i mean it's well done i just it does not agree with me it's i also like i said i'm teaching my 16 almost 16 year old daughter to drive she can make me car sick too like in a blink of an eye you know so so it's like That's Dad, true. I why see. you roll the window yes. down you know so because you haven't mastered that uh that turns a little jerky still there, Mallory. Uh, we'll we'll work ch- on that. Also, you know, uh, same. Just, oh my I'm gosh, I
1: remember to. those days. I do not envy you at all for sure. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I could see the comparison to cosmic. You're right. Motion sickness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be a thing for sure. But it's so cool. It's it so is well cool. done.
0: It's well done. Okay, let me. You also mentioned you guys went golfing, and that's something we don't get to talk too much about here on the show. Scott's been a big golfer, sometimes bringing up. I've golfed at while it is World on most of the courses. Um, where'd you guys play and uh, any, any thoughts on that for folks that might be checking that it's a great time to golf here in the winter in Florida.
1: It was amazing. It was so, so cool. We're fr- like a, uh, you know, we're from California and we're big golfers. So, um, are pretty much our whole family golf. So it's something when we can travel and golf and I'm um, particularly for my husband and son, but, um, I loved just. I'm not a great golfer, but just to be there, even um, as not a great golfer, uh, it was just as thrilling because we met people from around the country. We golfed twice. And one of the times was a family from the Midwest and their daughter was um, being recruited to play golf in college. And she was a high school golfer. And so that was so fun with David being a intercollegiate athlete. So, Um, that was really, really special too. So it was a lot of fun. It was really easy. Um, We did bring our clubs uh, and um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. It, it was pretty busy, but they had, you know, it's very well run and, um, and we only golfed the Palm course and I'm not really that, I don't, know all of the different options but that's the course that we golfed and we did that one twice and it was so nice
0: i think i played the magnolia which is the sister to the palm those the palm and magnolia the two over by the polynesian behind shades of green i know yeah. they're going through like some renovations over there right now um I can't we played one with scott might have been the palm though it yeah, could have been either way, but they're long courses. They're fun though. They're good. To, but I'll tell you the one I like the best is LBB. The one over by uh, Saratoga and um, Disney Springs, but I am a terrible golfer and those things are super challenging. So I, I think those two are easier, even though they were back on the tour back in like the eighties, like when we golf course is hard. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's the harder one. Okay, I think so. that's I the think one that so. goes through the villas in yeah, the. Yeah, goes through um, like Old Key West Saratoga. and like over by yeah. French
0: Quarter and and Saratoga and Disney Springs. Yeah, it's fun though, but man, I don't know. They're all hard to me. <laughs> I know they're all, all hard, like the but fairways were more forgiving like, over at the Palm and the Ma- and Magnolia. Like they were more, you know, wide open. It, it was skinnier. Or, there were a lot of villas you could hit, and Scott drilled were- a few of them when we played over at LBB. I can tell you, I <laughs> have video of it.
1: <laughs> fun, okay man. there were yes there were not a lot of villas that no. you could hit on the palm You're... for sure so that makes a lot of sense because i would have hit the villas yeah. as well although i probably couldn't hit it that far yeah, but
0: scott drilled them yeah. uh he got a hold of them and man i heard I was like, I don't think I heard glass, Scott, but let's get in the cart and let's just drop one here in about the uh, 150 yards on the other side of the fairway before everybody catches us. Let's go. Yeah, that was an old Key villa. I don't know what one. Okay, so another thing I want to, so before we leave this trip, because I do want to address, you guys also went to Alani and you were going to give us a few tips for going out there because Scott had his trip report, but we also want to drop that in since you have experience there. But any final thoughts from this trip? Because, I mean, that's so special to get to have kind of this new kind of, maybe it's not tradition, but a new way to celebrate a familiar holiday, you know, and to be able to have this special time with your son, which, you know, this probably isn't going to be something that happens every year. It might only happen every five, you know, this is when your kids get older, you got to seize the day.
1: Well, and I think um, when you have several children uh, and you have the opportunity anytime in your life to have you, your the the mom or the dad, you know, the parents with one of the kids, Mm -hmm. there's something really extra special about that. Not that it negates um, any of the other experiences we've had with our whole family together, but never would we have necessarily planned this. We did it sort of as a, let's do this and we'll all get through it and it'll be, you know, but it turned out to be, it inspired us that we would like to do our whole family trip um, with the grandkids, we now have three grandkids and um, and our daughters and their husbands as well for Christmas. So it won't be this coming year, but the following year, we have to save a lot of points for that trip and get with you, Mike, <laughs> on lodging. But so I think to answer your question, it's like just to be open to things being different and let that Disney magic um, kind of present itself in the ways that you love, seize those things that you love about Disney. Um, and then just, um, t- you take the experience for what it is and what, it, how it presents itself. And for us, it was having our son all to ourselves. I mean, I just got to love on him and hug him and he's 25 years old, you know, and it was, yeah. it, was it was, it was great just to have that time. So, um, so like, yeah, it,
0: I, I'm telling you, it does not matter. Cause like I said, my oldest is 27 and I'm getting ready. As soon as we're done recording, watching her on ESPN plus her basketball team's playing tonight and i'll see her on the bench with her basketball she's not a player she just you know she's she staff but um, you know, I still see her as the seven year old that I coached, yes. you know, that was mean as crap, you know, like when, when like as a midfielder, because I coached her that way. I'm like, dude, do, do not let them girls push you around because she was skinny. Yes. You know, so I'd be like, you know, those girls are bigger than you, but it doesn't matter. Like, you got to be a bulldog out there. If you want the ball, you got to, you got to body up, you know, like I don't yeah. care. So it's the same thing. Like, it doesn't matter when they're 25 or 27, you still, you want to have those special experiences of Walt Disney, afford Walt Disney world, Disneyland, same thing, you know, any place in the world travel affords opportunity to make memories. And I think you did it the right way. No pressure because you weren't trying to like rope drop and be in the, because it's so hard to be in the theme parks that week during Christmas. Right. You guys were just kind of sampling, kind of doing like a best of and what you want to do and having long meals and times in the, you know, in the, in the room. And, you know, that, that's really what it was more about catching up and just having, you know, doing the, the, the holiday stuff. That just kind of takes all the pressure off and makes it the most fun, I think.
1: Yeah, and Disney has that special way of being for our family and probably it's a universal thing um, that I remember when we dropped our daughter off um, at LAX going back to college and my younger daughter was in high school and we dropped our daughter off after Christmas break to go back to college. And um, my other daughter's just crying, mm-hmm. like, Ooh, you know? So I looked at her and I said, we're going to Disneyland. <laughs> so we just got in the car and we, I, she didn't go to school that day and we just went to Disneyland. So this was that same, like in a way bigger scale, it's like the daughters can't come, they're with yeah. their new families, we're going to Disney World, you know? So it's just, it's like, yeah, that Disney, we can all rely on as that place that um, that, it's that universal place that is just happy. And, um, and fun and, um, brings back all of the memories that you've made over the years. They're always just living, living yeah. within you
0: it, for so many of our audience. Now this, this wouldn't work for the general public, but for our audience, for so many of us, unless you're one of our newer listeners, who's just kind of discovering what this mm-hmm. is all about. And you're trying to kind of learn everything. A lot of us, there's just that comfort level with going back to Walt Disney world. You know, it's like, Oh, cause when I go to pop century, again like I mean that's kind of my place like I remember going there the year it opened with Paige when again, you know, she's 27 now and she was like six you know like yeah and we were, we were all discovering it together because I didn't know what I was doing I wasn't a travel agent back then I wasn't a podcaster I was just some dad from Missouri that had no clue we had ultimate park hopper tickets back then so you, you just you showed up everything was so simple back then like you showed up yes. you found out where your hotel room was and you could do whatever you wanted you could go to a water park that you didn't have to plan anything you're like oh Oh, let's go to Blizzard Beach today. Okay. You know, it looks like it's going to be hot. I mean, that's basically what you did. And then we you know, we've <laughs> yeah. kind of learned from there. Everything's changed, but there's a comfort because like you go back and all oh, that nostalgia just hits you. It's so thick. You can just cut yes. it with a knife sometimes. And that's good. So we got a little bit of time left and I wanted to bring up Alani because you mentioned that you've been there and you, you listened to Scott's show. So give us some, some thoughts on Alani because many of our listeners are curious about it, but have never been like myself. So what do you got for us?
1: Okay. Um, so my son went to college in Hawaii and um, on Oahu. And so we being a, an athlete, we traveled kind of that in between time when our kids were younger um, and we were at Disney a lot. Then when they were really involved in sports and in college, it, you're spending your money on traveling to their games. Mm-hmm. So we would go to Hawaii um, several at least once a year for games. And then we would travel to wherever his games were. So so um, I had wanted to get to Alani while he was there, but my husband really didn't have any desire. He's not a beach guy. Um, and so, so David was, um, since this was the year to sort of have experiences with our son, um, he was going to be leaving. Um, he had graduated. He was going to be leaving the island and kind of taking his first job. So I said, I really want to go to Alani with you. So he and I, I flew over. Um, he was living there still and working over on the island. And um, so um, I flew in and he met me at the airport and we um, Ubered over to um, Alani. And a couple of the things that I just wanted to say was, You know at my age and being like having all of the disney kind of experiences that we've had over the years and then um the the amount of time that we really hadn't been to disney world a lot it's like we hadn't the the disney magic wasn't lost by any means but it's like going to alani and experiencing it i had this new appreciation for how well they do everything
0: I know exactly that it, it kind of relit your fire, right? That's what Disneyland yeah. did. For, that's what Disneyland did for me a couple of years ago. Not that not that Walt Disney World wasn't as special, but I got to see things like through a different lens again. It was it was yes. a different experience. Yeah.
1: That I love how you said that, Mike. I think that's exactly how I felt. It was just like this this lens of the appreciating the Hawaiian culture because our son basically. The, the culture there really agreed with David, and he really, he loved his time there. I mean, he kind of considers um, Hawaii as another mm-hmm. home, um, and he just loved it there. And so to when we were driving in, Alani stands out different from the other hotels. Michael will have to, uh, excuse me, Scott will have to speak to what he thought when mm-hmm. he drove in, but I was really taken back by how it looked in comparison it was it didn't ha- it looked different it looked special it looked like it fit in with the Hawaiian culture not in a tourist way but more just in a really beautiful way so um i thought that was super cool and then when david and i were there we were there for a few days and um, we did things like we did stargazing that was one of the things that they offered at alani and david's really into those type of things as a young man and and we just sat there for like two hours and it was led by um uh whoever that was that alani hires to you know the experts and he just answered the questions and it was really cool so that was something that we um we did we also like we painted a picture together uh you know how they offer all of the different Mm -hmm. um things that you can do so david and i did a night where we just painted a picture of the sunset and the thing in Hawaii and being from California, we have great sunsets. Yeah. There is nothing like Hawaiian sunsets. Scott,
0: is- Scott was sending pictures and I was jealous. And he's like, Mike, you don't understand the pictures. Don't do it justice. I'm like, yes. shut up. Cause the pictures you were sending were killing me. They were so good. He's like, you don't even know they were so much better. I'm like, I bet they were, but you were killing me with your pictures. They're yeah. so beautiful.
1: Yeah. And, but he's, he's exactly right. Like when you see it in person and then you look at the resort, like, you look at the resort and he was talking about his birthday, his 40th mm-hmm. birthday, right? Yep. How you're sitting there and everything's open air, alfresco, like you say, but it's like open air. And I'm used to that in California, but this was a whole nother level. And you guys talk about like the cruising and maybe I've not experienced anything like this, how it was all its own area right there on the lagoon these sunsets and the trees and you're sitting at a table and there's Hawaiian music playing live with the ukuleles. And, and it's just all kind of woven in. I didn't, I, we went in March. I don't recall there being like it being so, so crowded. I mean, where we were in the pool, we didn't try to get like, um, chairs or things like that. Um, it was definitely full, but, um, but it was it was amazing. It was so beautiful. And we went on tours of um, like the culture of the art tour that we did um, was all about. And like the nature tour of Alani. And like the um, uncle, he leads the things by the campfire at night. And all of it was in, I learned from the touring there right on Alani property that they were all Made in collaboration with the Imagineers and, like the um, the higher ups in Hawaiian, I don't want to say any words incorrectly, but like however that hierarchy of mm-hmm. their culture is like not a tribe, but those prestigious people in the Hawaiian culture that are really respected, Alani um, consulted with them, and you can tell it's unbelievable how they made that place. It, it just really having spent quite a bit of time in Hawaii, they did it well. And it's, um, it's a really special place. So
0: that's, that's really why I want to get out there. I mean, one is that, you know, cause I've, I've heard a few trip reports, but Scott's really sold me on it. And my friend Adam from Alabama is out there right now. And the more I hear about it and just exactly what you said has sold me on it 10 times more because I've always studied, not studied, but I've always been intrigued by the Polynesian culture in general. Like when I was a sixth grade teacher, I always did the book Contiki with my students and showed them that old Thor Heyerdahl kind of black and white little movie of the yes. the guy on the raft trying to make the the trip there across you know, Polynesia. And uh you know, just to talk about, like, you know, we always had, you know, because you make them think, right? Could this happen? Like, could, could this guy survive? I mean, you don't realize, because my, my students were inner city, you know, very low socioeconomic kids. Like, they, they, for example, my wife still teaches in the district, and she took them on a field trip yesterday. Yeah. And they were they went over to Illinois, to a wildlife area in Illinois, to see the migration of these birds at the sanctuary. And they were crossing nice. they were crossing the Mississippi River. And one of the kids, when they crossed the river, said that was the ocean. And so my wife had to explain that, no, that's not the ocean, that's, that's a river. So the perspective of trying to have a discussion with my students back then of, you know, could this guy on a raft, which mean it's basically like a balsa wood raft, this guy, get all the way from like a Polynesian island to South America... Like the, the scale of what an ocean is and how that, you know, yeah. like I've been on cruises and I still can't really get an idea of the scale of what that would be like, you know, because when you're on a cruise ship that's gigantic and you're out there, you can't see anything. Like, but I still don't understand this. So it just one of those things, like, I'm just intrigued by the Polynesian culture. And I love that they, I think what, if, from what I've heard from everybody, and I think you just said it is that when you leave Alani, I think a little bit of Hawaii goes home with you. Like you have an appreciation for the culture and not just, you know, you're, you're obviously going to go home with like lots of great memories of meeting Nikki and lots of pictures and great meals. And, you know, the Luau experience. And like I said, the star Scott didn't get to do the stargazing. He really wanted to, I think it was canceled because of weather or something. But I, I think what the best thing Disney can do is that when you go home, you care right? You, you have a little bit of alani that's always going to be kind of locked in your heart because of, because of what you've learned while you're there, you have an attachment, even if it's just a little bit, and you know, when you have these things like those wildfires that happened, you know, a year ago or nine months ago or so, you know, you're going to be more apt to, to act to help those people because you have a connection to the islands now. I, I think that's yes. just well done.
1: Really well said. I agree. I think that um, that's exactly right. And, and it took um, a lot for them to Think about that. It's not just being a Disney resort and they don't call it, uh, they call it Disney Alani. Like it's very, they want to make sure that people know that it's not just a Disney resort. It is an actual, you know, a Hawaiian Polynesian culture resort. So really, yeah.
0: Well, man, we talked about some great stuff. Christmas, Hawaii. I cannot believe it. It's been sports intercollegiate athletics. We've had it all on today's show. I cannot be more excited even though it's a Monday. So Wow. And I get to be to Disneyland and uh, hopefully get to meet you here in a few weeks. So good luck in your final stretch of the training and, uh, you know, eat all the Christmas cookies uh, preemptively for, uh, you know, get get ready for the races. And thanks so much for coming on the show and starting another week. What a great way to kind of move into the holiday season and uh, get ready for for all the fun we're going to have here to close out 2023. So, Kristen, thanks so much for taking the time. I sure appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it.
0: All righty. Don't forget our show is brought to you by the magic for less travel. We'd love to help you take care of that next Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney trip. Even a I never say that, but we book a as well. So check it out today over at the Now, if you're down to the <laughs> amazon.com slash guest podcast, I'm just going to say that right now, still time to order, especially if you're a prime member, you can get that in two day shipping, but I'm telling you tick, 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 Do I have it here? Let me see. I think I do. If I really want to make you nervous.
1: No. Look at
0: that. We got times ticking right there. That's five and 10 music beds. So you got to get going before you get this. Here it comes. (coughs) That's right. It's coming. But if you're going to, if you're going to order, you got to get going. But do use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make the shows possible. You help us pay for all the video feeds, all the archives of over 2,500 shows at this point. Um, just all the support that you give us make all the shows possible. So if you could, it's $5 a month. We'd really appreciate it. And you get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. It's uh, patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Give me a follow on the social media at mike Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. And, uh, let's see this week, Christmas Eve, no live call-in show. Guess what? I'll be busy. I'll be at my in-laws celebrating. So no live call-in show this week, but we'll, uh, follow the social media. Maybe we'll do one before then, because I need to start getting ahead for all these shows. So watch the social media. Seriously, that's one thing I want to bring up. Watch my social media. Watch the be Our guest podcast, Facebook page, because I am going to be recording some live call-in shows. That are going to be like 30 to 35 minutes short call-in shows where you could be the star, you can ask questions, you can give comments, we're going to be getting ahead recording shows so when I'm at Disneyland, when I'm at Walt Disney World for Marathon because with the holidays, things are going to get a little crazy and I don't want to miss any episodes, but we're going to have to kind of do what we can to get shows out there. So watch the socials and when I go live, come on in and give me a call on the phone lines and you'll be on the show. So that's how it's going to work. All right, back to Monday. Let's get through this Monday. We'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. But until then, for Kristen, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Be our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.